here we go. Welcome back. This is another episode of the Awful Service Podcast. This is the podcast that asks, do you want to shampoo with your cut today? Ooh, yes, I do. Oh, yes, massaging scalp. Got to get in there deep. Yeah, can you, uh, can you cut my dog's hair and express its glands? <laughs> Wrong kind of salon, Joe. Wrong kind of salon. <laughs> uh, it's me, your main, uh, your main dog groomer, Matt Doima, with... Nathan Smezrud. Coming in with the hot dog talk himself, <laughs> we have. Uh, I I just made a pot of percolated coffee for the first time in like ten years outside of a campgrounds. So <laughs> your old your old percolator himself, Joe Cocazello. <laughs> I got weed infused Kool Aid, marijuana infused Kool Aid. Ooh, nice! And that person with the alleged infused kool-aid because it's still not quite yet legal in the state of minnesota so it is le- uh, alleged this is hyperbole cbd cbd, CBD. yeah there you yeah. go it's a uh, it's delta nine infused uh, <laughs> that man is comedian and uh minneapolis resident we got trevor wade on the podcast you guys hi trevor good to see you i, I like like the cbd uh, infused <laughs> kool-aid was like the one person that survived jonestown <laughs> they're like oh, i got my own right here it's good <laughs> went to sleep i yeah i made my own i'm good uh, made yeah. my own kool-aid right and everybody else was wasted <laughs> yeah. with fentanyl you drink it and take a weed nap and wake up and 900 <laughs> people around you are dead everybody else is there they're, they're still napping he made he made breakfast for everybody stronger than i thought <laughs> he made breakfast for everybody thinking they were gonna wake up at some point they're like they like they it hit them like weights like it's it's like this is good though it's good for my joints i got it's an anti-inflammatory you get you guys do your thing i got i do mine you know he made he made 900 fentanyl he made 900 fucking sausages and 900 bacons and a shit ton of fucking pancakes and then nobody woke up he just he he like ate breakfast while he's like boy these guys you guys are missing out on a great breakfast like you can't, just look, you can't have that, come on sleepy you heads without some you gotta have some eggs in there though you can't have sausage bacon and pancakes <laughs> and eggs you gotta break you gotta break some eggs you gotta have some eggs in there something even if they're just scrambled he's like this is yeah. why i switched to cbd thc just knocks me out like these guys that's why <laughs> that's why i do the da- that's why i do dad grass by the oh way dad God. grass we're looking for sponsorship you want if you wanted a there's ever a podcast for this for dad grass to sponsor awful <laughs> service podcast is the way to go that is a free you got a free plug uh for your your weak ass joints but damn it do it anyway. minnesota marijuana how about get minnesota marijuana how about get that's a on? great mm-hmm. it's and i yeah i can't wait for like your mom's pot what's gonna happen <laughs> oh, yeah <laughs> what, what what strain what, is this know, all- What's all that's gonna happen is Bachman's is just gonna take over the whole business. They're already set up to have everything going. It's true. Yeah, it oh, what strain is this? It's called Don't Mind If I Do. <laughs> oh, this one, this one's called Xanax and white giggling. wine. Yeah, it's, 
Typical Minnesotan. It's going to be a you betcha strange. Oh, of course. This one's called Absolutely Fabulous. Well, there's going to be a purple people eater. Oh, man. Yeah, most definitely. And we can most. talk about different strains when Minnesota finally legalizes uh, marijuana in the state. And juicy we will. Lucy. We Oh, the Juicy Lucy is definitely going to happen. Oh, but, yeah. But, but only if you buy your weed from Matt's bar. <laughs> You're not buying it from that 5-8 yeah, You got that Matt's strain. It's well, listen, I, you know what? I, 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 have a, this, I have a different take on the Juicy Lucy than a lot of people. Uh-oh. Most people oh. love Matt's Juicy Lucy. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm not that impressed with Matt's Juicy. It's flavorless. Uh, they freeze it. And it's basically just an oversized White Castle burger. You know, at least at Matt's, I can get different cheeses. It's oh, a bigger five, burger. Eight. Five eight, you mean? You know, I, excuse me, at the five eight, yes. I, you know, I can I can choose my cheeses, and it's a bigger burger, and it's seasoned. Uh, the Adrian's Tavern, which is no longer around, uh, which is a bar in the neighborhood I grew up in, uh, they had a Juicy Lucy too. That was my favorite place to go to get a Juicy Lucy. But hey, you know. I'm a fan yeah. of the Nook in St. Paul. They have a really good Juicy Lucy, too. Yeah, theirs is good. Uh, theirs is good. Um, let me see. The Blue Door has a pretty good one as well. That's true. And again, we could talk about, we, you know, weed and Juicy Lucy's go hand-to-hand. Mm. It's like They're peanut butter and jelly. Man. Perfect. Perfect. Weed, Juicy Lucy's, and a good cold beer. That's, mm-hmm. I mean, you can't go wrong. That's That's a Sunday for you right there. And we will talk about these things, but this is the Awful Service Podcast. This is the podcast where we talk about different customer service jobs and the stories there within. Trevor, the very first segment on the podcast is one that we lovingly refer to as the resume. Show us your resume. Why should we hire you? Have you ever had a job right to open fire you? Tell us all about yourself and your place of business. Talk about your former jobs, filthy, shady politics. Show us your resume! I was waiting for the drop. (laughs) Fair. So, again, the resume section, this is where you get to uh, speak your stories, Trevor. Uh, Doesn't have to be in any sort of chronological order. Just talk about the jobs and then whatever you want to go with. So, whatever one you want to start with, man. Ah, man. Well, what do you want to know? Um... I have been a barber for 25, going on 26 years. Uh, so obviously, you know, being in the surgery uh, uh, or dealing with that, deal with a lot of personalities, a lot of different people. I hear a lot of stories from folks. Sometimes I hear stuff I don't want to hear. Uh, <laughs> people will confess stuff to you like, man, I, you know, are you, should you, you might need to talk to a lawyer about this. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I'm the person. To, <laughs> I sir, don't want to I'm, be implicated, sir. I'm giving you <laughs> yeah. a fade, not legal counseling. These Man, are very look, different I don't things. know if you should be but, revealing this information to me. Like this is this sounds like a case. I mean, you might want to get yourself. But it's your lucky day because I got a lawyer at two forty-five. So come back. And, just you hang right. out in the shop. It's hang out I got a lawyer at two forty-five. He's, he's and I got be, a cop coming at at, at three forty-five. Yes, so, you, you know. want to get out before then. <laughs> you might, you might want to. <laughs> you can stick around till like three fifteen, but then I'd say bounce before the cop gets here. Look, no, nah, but for real, man, I've, I've had guys tell me stuff about their marriages and, and you know stuff that they do or don't do with their wife and maybe somebody else, and mm-hmm. yeah, you know, it's, so it's, <laughs> it's 
it's uh, <laughs> it's you know it's interesting man because you're 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 a uh, armchair therapist you know or psychologist or whatever same, you know just same, same the, shit in the, are, in the bartending industry you, no it, but it's harder barbers it's harder than bartending because bartending oh. you if you fuck up their drink you can make up another drink like you gotta <laughs> you gotta hear the most outrageous fucking shit from somebody's life and not fuck up the back of their f- fucking head like, like oh shit uh, dude i'm sorry i like i cut your hair all goofy because yeah, you, you, you know as a, a bartender can walk away you know you can yes. walk away because you got to serve somebody else real quick mm-hmm. you know i'm stuck with you for however long it takes me to complete it's far that more service. intimate far yeah, it's more very intimate intimate and, and so okay uh like i used to i at first i didn't i used to not in my teens i didn't give a shit about the haircut as much as i did about me getting the girl at cost cutters with the big titties like (laughs) it's like it's i wanted titties on the back of my head and a shitty haircut and just yeah give me the number three whatever whatever whatever's the longest whatever take no you know what use the scissors just right. use, probably just use the scissors and get really in there. I, I, I like I, I like when they what? cut the front of my hair from the back of my head. You know what I, I mean? Hate, uh, behind I, me. Right now, I am not a fan. I hate the sports clips commercials that has all these beautiful women mm-hmm. providing a service for the guys in the commercial. Oh, yeah. That's not that, that's that's not what's happening. That's not what's going on. You're not yeah, going put, to put the scissors clips. down and give me a happy ending under the fucking yeah. under the sheet. I just want to see my sheet bouncing like I'm like. I'm an angry little ghost. Tre- Trevor will agree mad. with me on this. He'll agree with me on this, I'm sure. But like sports clips is one of those places that girls straight out of beauty school end up in. Yeah, you like go they- from the Aveda Institute. Yeah, you're, and you're not going to sports clips. That's, you're not going to get a job at sports clips. Not yeah. the beautiful ones. It, it's, no, no, no. Be- I'm talking, yeah, yeah, <laughs> the, the, one, the ones that uh, they, they didn't pass the modeling uh, contract that was required <laughs> at some of those salons. So they... So yeah, but like I, I used to go to sports clips. I, I fully did uh, up until about five years ago, and they fucked up my hair so bad mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. I had to go get it fixed. And I found a barber in town who knows how to actually use men's hair. And you, you'll agree. You, I, I, I can't. To our listeners, go to an actual fucking barber yes. if you are a guy. Go to a barber. They know what they're doing. They know men's hairstyles. They know how to make it look good. These other girls, they know like three cuts. Right. You know, it's like going to Valvoline to get an oil change as opposed to just going to <laughs> the dealership. You know what I'm saying? Or, go or to go, your hair dealership. Go, go to, right. You know, go to your neighborhood mechanic as opposed for a, a cheaper oil change as opposed to going to Valvoline for that rapid oil change for $50, 60 but 70 they got 80 a commercial with coupons. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and and scan this barcode. You know, scan this. Scan <laughs> scan this to get a coupon you know matt i sent these i sent these photos to you in awful service if you want to use them but i used to i was fascinated trevor by when i lived in brooklyn the barber shops and they had in the window they would have the pictures those faded photos of it would be the number and what the kind of cut you want like yo i want the 23 Give me that tight 20. But my favorite one, there was one in my neighborhood barbershop and it was right next to the bakery and the subway stop. So I used to walk by it every day was I I can't even remember what number it was, but it was shaved into the back of the head was Wolverine. 
with the <laughs> with the with the blades up. Like, yeah, shink shink. Like, yeah, give me the number thirty seven. That's yeah, that's a that's a different skill set. Now I can do some designs on the head, but I mean that's a I'm not about to cut a person, a whole person on the back of a person's head. And, you know, <laughs> that's, that's just too much. My drawing days are way behind me. But so, what kind of uh, what kind of shop do you work at? The where like uh, do you are you are you at a, an Aveda salon? Oh hell no! Do you go into work and you're like, hello, <laughs> hello yeah. everyone? Like, do you put on a character when you go in? Did you get? Are you doing like a, a bosom buddies thing? Nah, you got a fake being. Nah, man, I'm I'm in a good old traditional black barber shop. Uh, okay. It's called uh, J Clips. It's on uh, Lake Street uh, in South Minneapolis High Lake Shopping Center. <laughs> Joe, <laughs> Joe's interested to see do, if you could do a number twenty. Can you do the number twenty four? Like, I yeah. can do. I can't. I do have the skill set to do the number twenty four. <laughs> can, can we all? Can we all go in one day and get the number twenty four? Can you give <laughs> all do. three of us? No, get <laughs> Matt. The, Matt up. gets the, Matt gets the twenty three. Yeah, I could hook that up. I could and hook Nate that up. and I, Nate, do you want to do twenty fours with me? Yeah, we'll do twenty four. <laughs> okay. Uh, you, yeah. If you could and, do the Wolverine, yeah, could you do for the Wolverine, bro? Or what yeah, is? Yeah, no, nah, that, that's 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 too much going on. That's, I never understood <laughs> what the other one was with the with the hand, the little baby it looks like hand. He's pulling something down, like he's like, like right, like is he holding on to something? Like it does, <laughs> like a baby hand, like. He's holding on to what hair he has left. I mean, is, I mean, is that a midget you're grabbing? That's yeah, a, a midget, a midget holding on to a rope or something. Give me the baby hand. I want the number thirty nine. Give me the baby hand holding on to. Give me a, my man, my, give me my man from, from Game of Thrones, whatever the actor's name is. It plays the So here's, here's my theory. This the guy actually has Caesar. a bald spot right here, and that they're just trying to like, okay, we got to make it look good. Okay, so look. we can. Uh, uh, Did you have a weird? Your mom dropped the iron on your head when you, you know, were who has a baby accident. Needs, the one person who has a bald spot that is famous that needs to let it go is Kevin Durant. You know, for for all the basketball fans listening to yep. this podcast, I like oh. he look. He, he needs to do a full on LeBron. Like well, just, come, just cut it off. Go just one off season. Just come just back and have hair all of a sudden. Just, yeah, just exactly. He's got. He should ball. lean into uh, like like one of the hair club. Or the he should get like a deal, and it should come back wavy, like as long as you could get. You know the ones where there's always the one guy in the commercial that went like for the longest hair possible, and it's still not long hair, but it's just long enough to get your hands through. Man, yeah, that's that's a lot. Kinda, I mean, but you know what? What's really shake it out of the face where you have to wear your headband. On, one thing that's kind of going on to your point, Joe, is uh in the in the barbering industry is that they're now. There are men who are getting weeds, like women get basically, like literally, <laughs> like a whole. They'll it, it's a whole apparatus that they put on your head. Well, can you do that? No, no, I okay, can't. Because I, I was going to say hey, we're coming in. We're I, all know, we're going to get mad a weave, and we're going to do know, live I from know the people who I know people who do it. I mean, they're like, oh man, <laughs> I had to drop my hairline to like an inch above my eyebrows. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's all that stuff, man. It's, it, there's so much fugazi shit going on in the, the barbering industry now, man. It's it's crazy. But it's, hold on, it's hold on. Every I can't industry. let that. I can't let that pass. Does Does Nate want bang weaves? Yeah, he <laughs> <laughs> wants some bangs. <laughs> I couldn't let that go. I'm sorry. That's. Just, I mean, you know, no one wants to get a bullet. <laughs> you, can go, you can go ahead and get a hey bullet. man, the George a... Clooney Caesar cuts on its way back. 
Hey, from Jesus dusk Christ. till dawn was a classic, sir. And don't you don't you dare besmirch the be- that Clooney vehicle. I, I have never ever wanted to do a where we walk into the hair, the hair, the to the barber shop looking one way, like our old selves, and coming out all glammed out, like we're in a fucking. <laughs> Where it's like a Spice Girls movie, like like it's like Spice World, like <laughs> before and after, just before and yeah. after, and everybody's walking out <laughs> slow motion, sassy walk, slow motion. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You got some sound effects and some all kinds of shit going on, blowing up in the background. It'd be great if everything at like we're walking in slow motion, but everything in in the background is regular speed. Like people are looking at <laughs> us like, what the slow, fuck? Like, yeah, we can't afford the actual God, slow motion. Trying to get around these slow walk-in, yeah. like someone's in the background trying to get around us the whole time. Yeah, I got, regular... You got to run your fingers through your hair. You got to have that whole little moment and, you know what I'm saying? And just shaking it out. Yes, dude. It's because uh, Matt's going to have hair to shake out now. Cause he's going to have the weave cut. Like he's going to get these, like spend eight hours in the chair. Like he's fucking like, Every like out with a mullet. Like the later scene of Benjamin Button or the beginning scenes. Just embrace your inner St. Cloud, Matt. You get the get oh, the mullet no. weave. <laughs> no and thank you is the answer to that. Now, Trevor. Yeah. You said that you've had like a lot of like, you know, people who are without you don't have to name names, but like what's some of the weirdest confessions that you've gotten in the chair that, that like stand out to you that you can still remember? Uh man, this guy told me he he's married. Um, and told me he was having an affair with a man. Okay. Wife, wife didn't know. I was, I was like, okay, well, <laughs> are you going to do so? He's like, oh yeah, he's, uh, he's actually, uh, you're 11 o'clock. <laughs> you're like, oh, God damn it. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I didn't even, so I, you know, and so he was just admitting to me that he was. He was gay, but he didn't. So then he was telling me he didn't know what to say to his wife. At some point, he said he was going to have to leave her because he was in love with this man. And I was I I didn't know what to say. I, you know, <laughs> I had been cutting his at this point. I had been cutting his hair for about five years. So. And, then, you know, there was I mean, you don't know what people do is their business. But, you know, I, I had no clue, no idea. We had hung out. You know, he was always, you know. Flirting with ladies. I mean, so I, I, in the time that I started cutting his hair up until that point, he got married. Mm-hmm. So and we had hung out several <laughs> times in the past. So it was, you know, it was Wait, I, like he came out in the chair. Yeah, he came out in the chair. The, the chair brought out the little smell of that blue shit that you put the combs hey, in. Hey, barbicide like, is just barbicide. barbicide. <laughs> so, you know, yeah, I, I, he do you guys have a do you guys have a uh, one of those red and white candy stripe barber pole. Yeah, we got yeah. hanging out the shop. Yeah, because I found out that there's like one place in America that makes those, and that's in Minnesota. Yeah, you know William Marvin's uh, William Marvin's Barber Supply Company. Yeah, th- this one barber supply company has just this yeah. lockdown yeah. on the barber pole. Nobody yeah. else lasted this long. This is yeah, like a company. Better. It's like it's like hearing that Encyclopedia Britannica is still around, and it was made in your town. Yeah, yeah, they uh, they they they've been the barber supply. I've been doing business with them my entire barbering career. And uh, funny, uh, funny part about that: a lady who just retired working there, she was their main sales associate. You go in there, but she like knew every barber's name 
in the city, you know, that worked in the Twin Cities pretty much. And she would give us, you go in there and buy a hundred dollars worth of stuff and she'd give it to you for 50 bucks. Uh, but she was doing that for years. We were like, man, she must have some dirt on the owners because how the hell is she giving everybody some discounts <laughs> this way? Like there's no possible way they're, they could be making money off the barbers because she was Cause, just cause giving she, everybody. Because she's the wife of the guy that was cheating on her with the other dude, you see. And that was the whole <laughs> circular thing. He's like, she's like, I know. Uh, so you know what? I'm going to get back at him. And it's the circle of life, man. It's the circle of life. <laughs> But yeah, so that, that coming out is probably the the I don't want to call it the craziest, but probably the craziest, the wildest thing. I mean, I don't know. I've seen some I've seen some pretty wild stuff happen. There's a uh, did you stay calm with with the the Clippers? Calm with the Clippers in that situation. I'm a a professional. Shit. Man, I gotta, you know what I'm saying? I cut the clippers off for a second. I was like, what? Yeah, all right. I gotta, yeah, I need to study my hand. Yeah, it's like you you do okay. You got right, any dude. other crazy shit before I turn these things back on? Yeah, look, you know, don't tell you me, get hey, look, if, if he would have told me that he was, you know, he was fancying me, then you know what I'm saying? We probably would have had to end the haircut, but uh, you know. He just walks out all <laughs> sad with a half a haircut. <laughs> you know. You know the professionals. Got, I wouldn't have did them that way, but he I, you just know, got rejected finished. and lost a barber. <laughs> right. in one sentence. I'd at least, I, you know, I would at least finish the haircut. I wouldn't have done that dirty. <laughs> Trevor knew something was up when he showed up when his uh, client showed up with flowers that day. Like, uh, yeah, no, nah, this ain't gonna work. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you know where this this ain't going where you thought it was, man. Right, this, this relationship isn't gonna work, man. We, we gonna have to listen. I'm, fla- to... I'm flattered. I'm flattered. Okay, you accidentally but... shaved the, his own phone number in the back of his head because he was just giving it to you, but he didn't like. I'm sorry. You thought, you thought he wanted that's what he wanted on the back of it. You're like, all right, this is one of the weirder ones, but all right, it, all right. I, at least it's not Wolverine. I was just more <laughs> impressed that Trevor was able to also write for a good time. <laughs> yeah, this you, guy here. You stopped with, can I suck your, what? <laughs> just have an arrow just pointing down, just yes. on the back of the head, just, you know what I'm no. saying? So you don't know no. exactly what, but. So, 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 I, so uh, any other story, anything else that comes out, come to mind about some of these confessions or things that they feel like they can tell you, you're like, I have nothing to do with this. <laughs> Barbershop uh, Confessional is a great. That's a man, great HBO show. I've yeah. had uh, I've had people uh, <laughs> admit to some shootings and oh man, God, it, dang statue of limitations. Yeah. That was that was twelve years ago. <laughs> not, not naming man, any names. I why are you telling me about you shooting somebody? And okay, this is uh, all right. This I don't need to know this information. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> you're still so, gonna yeah, come I, out with the same haircut either way. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, you could have kept that to yourself and still got a fresh fade. Like, I didn't need to know that you shot somebody. And I don't please. I don't need to know where the body is at. Please. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> and and please tell me it wasn't your last barber. <laughs> right. look, I'm just going to make sure you get a very good haircut. Now, I want you to come back. Curiosity. This person that you may or may not have shot. Yeah. What did he do? Right. Not yeah. what did he do to deserve it? Like what was just his? Make sure. Yes. What did he do for a career? <laughs> oh my goodness! It, well, so see, he I, fucked up a like, haircut. I just want like, to make sure I'm not on some kind of list. You're giving there, this- there, they, Look, there, there are stories, and I've heard stories from other barbers and other places of cats coming back and getting shot because of a messed up haircut, or you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
The and, you know the worst I've seen is, is for, in terms of that behind the messed up haircut is you know guys going outside and fighting. But uh, yeah, I've, I've, <laughs> I've definitely heard some some effed up stories about people. You gave me a bowl cut. <laughs> You're Man. giving the guy that shot somebody his change after his haircut. You're like, hey, I'll see you in seven to ten years. I Man. you know good behavior. Yeah. Might not want to say that because you don't want to be yeah. the next big. Are you gonna? Are you still? <laughs> you gonna, hey, if you want that cut in seven to ten, you see me. And look, they're gonna come out with a whole new skill set in seven to ten years. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's that client barber privilege. Okay. Yeah. When Sorry, you're, your oh, honor. My, this is, okay, this is this is all right. So this this just happened here in the last couple of weeks. There's a young man that I've been cutting for a long time. Uh, and he's bounced around to different shops, different barbers or what have you, but he's always been, he's never held a job. He's always been in the streets, you know, just, you know, selling drugs, doing his thing, whatever. He came in the other day and, uh, barber who was cutting him. He's like, hey, you know, they, and they always go back and forth a little bit, just talking trash to each other. And uh, so my man, the barber stopped for a minute and he was talking, telling a story about something that happened. This girl he had met. So, you know, you stopped doing a haircut and he was talking for about a good five minutes. So the young man in the chair that I'm talking about, he's like, hey, man, come on, man. Come on, man. I got an interview to go to. And everybody in the barbershop stopped like, <laughs> an interview where, man? You ain't had a job in your entire uh, fucking adult life. You ain't, where you got to interview? Where, where are you going to interview for a job? What are you about to do? He's like, man, look, I'm about to be a welder. And everybody was like, man, stop it. <laughs> Where when did you learn how to weld something? Where where did they where did they like teach you how to TIG weld in the streets? Like you know what I'm saying? You you ain't on Chicago and Franklin learning how to weld. That's not how that works. <laughs> so he comes back to the shop the other day, and uh, so the first thing I asked him, I was like, "Did you get the job?" He shows me this email. He got this job. He's like, he, "I said, man, how did you get a welding job? How is it possible that you got a welding job? You do not know how to weld. Like you need a, you need a certificate." And you're going to have to show them, like, you're going to get fired on your first day. Like, when you walk in and they find out that you done had all this little information fabricated, I don't know where you went to get somebody to make some fake documents for you, but you're going to get fired on your first day, man, because you're going to fuck something up. You're, you're not about to let you weld anything, man. You, oh, my God. I, but he was excited, so I'm, I'm interested to see what he says when he comes back in two weeks. I, I got it at the University of Phoenix online. <laughs> just, dude, I'm please, just imagining I, how who, how do you go to a fake ID guy for that? You're like, okay, man, I want a I, welding certificate. What? Yeah, just, I mean that's I mean that's real specific, right? Like you could just forge some documents, but of all things, you want to forge yeah, a welding something where you actually need a legitimate skill to produce something with. Yeah, I, now I mean, I'm going to cringe every time I go across a bridge. <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> I mean, if it's that easy to get a welding job out here with some forged documents, man, look. No wonder 35W collapsed. Man, look. Dude's out here, man, just with getting fake certifications in welding. Like, this is... (laughs) If you want to spend an organization out there of of forgers... I thought you were going to say he learned it while he was... Welding certificates. (laughs) I thought you were going to say he learned it while he was in and he went, he went in and learned how to be a welder and like turned his life around. Now he's a welder. Like nope. it's no, nope. like, no, nope. he's been in the streets. <laughs> That's all he's ever done. I'm and like, now, I, and now he's a welder. Now, any, right. uh, for 20 more dollars, he could have been a pilot. 
Man. <laughs> I fly I fly for Southwest. What? Yeah. <laughs> for 75 more, you get to join the Air Force. Who knows? I mean, you know, a week so later. Man. I'm a pilot, guys. <laughs> In Top Gun flight school. <laughs> Yeah, that yeah, so yeah, that was that that was that I'm I'm waiting for to see how this plays out. So when he comes back to the barbershop in, in two weeks, man, I I'm I'm waiting to I'm pretty sure he won't have a job anymore. Yeah, I transferred. Now I'm a statistical analysis. <laughs> I'm like, man, you you had they a better fired me. You believe this shit? Yes. <laughs> I just I imagine mean, he's think- gonna show up like Johnny Tremaine with one hand just fused. I just miss <laughs> yeah, just just all just or just these two fingers these three left everything is just gonna be like this just like man oh my goodness he'd have a better shot just applying for it he's a convicted felon he'd have a better shot getting a job at the post office i don't know how they take it and they still have a pension (laughs) come on i don't know how he's going well then yeah i was like so you went I, 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 matt this is usually where you go into like like hey this is uh why did he fail in welding? Well, it runs into our perfect segment. Of <laughs> yeah. it... No, that's that's down the line. That's when we have Trevor back on, <laughs> and we just we, we just show the uh, we show the shoddy worksmanship. Gee, of this why did he man. fail? Right. Gee, right. why did these welds fail? Gee, why did man. this young man set himself on fire? Um, we need you to TIG weld this right here, and he's gonna be like, huh? <laughs> it's it's like Michael Jackson in the Pepsi commercial. Oh, like, it's... oh man, it's on fire, Jack. Yeah, he's gonna need the whatever came after the Wolverine because he's gonna have a little bald spot from setting it. Well, it's gonna be oh, a baby great. Hand. He's gonna set himself on fire and then he's gonna start doing stand up thinking he's Richard Pryor. Oh, what's the <laughs> what's the uh, I forgot what's the term in welding where they talk about the flash burn? Is it the flash burn that can mm-hmm. happen that can blind you? Is that oh, yeah? yeah. yeah he, he's like, why would I need goggles? Goggles ain't cool. <laughs> right, it's, he's just, he's just wearing back. them on the side of his head, trying to make it a fashion he's statement. Just going, he's going to come back blind and missing three fingers, man. He's just... <laughs> we never wore uh, goggles in my school. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Did you? Uh, did you ever have a, anyone come asking for like a haircut where you're just like, no, like they they asked you for like a style or like just uh, wild or weird where you're just like, I can't do that. I, well, yeah, Wolverine. there are, there, there have been a couple times where, you know, cause hair texture basically determines certain types of styles. Right. And then, it, you know, depending on what you're trying to wear. So this kid wanted a, uh, he wanted a comb over young, uh, mixed kid, mom's white, dad's black. Uh, he wanted a comb over. He wanted, he wanted the comb over with the part. I was like, okay. So one, your hair is curly <laughs> nappy mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like mine i was like so you're not getting the comb over he's like well <laughs> hey, but i can't wear it like that i was like no nah. i said the best thing you could do is try to grow it out and get a perm and then you could lay it down <laughs> to one side and comb it over i was like you know then you look like you'd be in the temptations but to- <laughs> <laughs> that, that that haircut actually comes with a suit <laughs> yes it does outer blue a suit, a suit and a skinny tie Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to know what happened to this kid. Uh, he just got a temper table. <laughs> I mean, a, 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 a taper fade, excuse me. <laughs> but <laughs> they said he's got a temper tantrum. Like, no, I want the comb over. Well, he was, he, he was, uh, he was throwing a little temper tantrum. Mm-hmm. And I had to call him. I was like, look, man, we ain't, you got to relax, man. This, we're not this doing ain't all happening that. today. 
This this style is not going to happen for you, man. Listen, you do you see that guy who's waiting over there? That guy who's waiting <laughs> for his next haircut? He killed somebody, okay? <laughs> he told me right. last week, and I, you know what? I'm good friends with him, so you calm down. Right. They're going to do something else for you, bud. So, and he starts, he's on a spree right now, and he hasn't been caught yet, and you can be his 10th victim. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you want me to keep that secret? I think you need to take care of this kid. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah, I, you know, sometimes there's some unrealistic expectations of, of a type of haircut they want or what they think they could get. And you have or to women be bring a, Yeah. Or, you know, women who come in sometimes and they got this little screaming little kid and they want to get his haircut. They're like, look, first of all, he's only two years old. You can probably wait another year before you get a haircut. So. <laughs> You know what's crazy? I'm not that dealing with that. Yeah, I don't, clips. I don't, I don't do, I don't do uh, screaming babies. I don't do little this. nightmares. Yeah, it's... yeah. You're not gonna stress me out. I, I'm relaxed on my job. I'm not about to be stressed out behind a kid. So you can settle that kid down, or it's a seventy-two dollar haircut. Do you just Man. raise the prices? Man, really? <laughs> oh yeah, kids cuts. Yeah, seventy-three dollars. Man, and I just you, thought it was weird. A... She wanted you to use a straight razor. Uh yeah, and tight. Yeah, yeah, no, just on yeah. the kid though. Like she's like, yeah, maybe that's, that's happened. That, that's happened. I, I mean, can you put the razor on him? He's too young. I'm not putting a razor on his little kid's head. No, <laughs> not happening. And he ain't. He's not about to be still. What you gonna hold his head and put it in a vice grip or something for me? <laughs> imagining a mom holding a child's head like this, and you're just sitting there with the razor, just like sit still. Not to this fidgety little three-year-old. Yeah, no way. It's no. Oh, what about that barber supply shop? They might have something that can restrain children. Uh, yeah, they probably yes, do. From the thirties, you know, they they probably got some stuff in the back, you know, that they can use to hold them down. Oh yeah, we, we got uh, we got these chairs from nineteen forties Germany. They're really good for that. <laughs> Invented by Jay McGillicuddy. We used, sometimes we used to tell moms to go outside or go get something to eat and come back, you know, if a kid was being bad. And then we talk shit to the kid and scare him. And then they <laughs> scare him straight in the barbershop. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? We tell them we got a big vicious dog or something, you know, in the background. Somebody needs to go around the corner and start barking real loud. And I mean, oh, man, we, yeah, we, we, we've, we've tortured a couple of kids just to get them to, to act right, you know, and, but. They stop acting up or stop being disrespectful. You know, it's, it's not a popular method to speak for what? themselves. Results, results speak for yeah. themselves. And, <laughs> and it, it, it just, it, 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 I've never, when I was a kid, I, I got lollipops. Like I didn't get barbershop scared straight. Like uh, there, <laughs> there was no fucking pit bull around the corner. Look, that's, that's only for the bad ones. That's only I, for, I mean, only that wasn't a bad one. Only for the a bunch of barbers. There's a kid strapped in a chair. Like, do you want a bad haircut, motherfucker? (laughs) (laughs) Just, just, you know what I mean? Like, I remember that. I still love that. 19. I I will still watch that every once in a while. Those 1970s scared straight ones. Oh, (laughs) there's something about it. Like, obviously, like this is I'm watching child abuse. I completely I I completely (laughs) recognize that this is not good. But at the same time. It's phenomenal. A good it's derivative split. of that is when Mari Povich would bring on like drill sergeants. Yes. sergeants oh, yeah. oh my god, Mari Povich is he still alive? Like... Apparently, <laughs> I don't know. I think if they're just puppeting the show, him at but... this point. It's just a, it's just a Mari. He'll live on spot. in a special place in my heart. That's for sure. Okay, this, speaking of somebody that's no longer here, but I keep wondering how these damn Jimmy Dean commercials are going. Like, who's doing his? How many recordings did y'all do? 
they got, Jimmy they, got that Dis- they got that Disney technology now. They can you know just they, right. They just got his voice. You just go into the booth and you just start talking, and they, it just comes out as as the they got the, the Jimmy, Jimmy Dean voice filter. Oh, yeah, I, is it. that is the that how you guys think it's done? Filter. I think it's like it you remember me. he's been dead for like twenty years, and they're still doing Jimmy Dean sausage commercials. I thought it was like you guys remember when Ebert lost his jaw. <laughs> and they and they still had enough like Ebert footage of his voice that they could just make him say and he had like one of those like Stephen Hawkins like computer things and he could just speak in Ebert voice. I think that's they just have a computer and it just has all the recordings of the commercials. Well, here's how I think that the that a talking dog has actually existed because the Bushes baked bean dogs, the roll that beautiful bean footage dog. Yeah, they stopped yeah. making those commercials after about the lifespan of a dog. Right. So I think that was a real talking dog. I think so. I oh, like, and I'm surprised that they didn't do what they do, like with the mascots to college football, uh, like dogs or like, you know, like the dogs oh, in movies where it, the it's, dog, they, it, they just yeah. keep breeding them. Or like the dog in a movie or a TV shows played by like 17 different dogs. Like yeah. it's, Oh, all the like last. They yeah. go through a different charges to film the Dukes of Hazard. Milo and Otis is the worst one for that. Oh God. <laughs> he went through like a dozen Milo and Otis's making that. Yeah, because it was it was filmed in Eastern Europe, by the way. Milo and Otis, they think everyone thinks it's English. No, it was some Eastern European country, and they're like, okay, so what we're going to do is we're going to take baskets and put cat and dog in it. And things are going to happen. And like, what happens <laughs> if one of the cat the cat falls in the water? No worries, we've got twelve more. Well, Max. <laughs> It's uh like oh did you oh I forgot to put the I forgot to put the film in. Uh, it's okay, I get another cat. It's okay. <laughs> Bugs are cheap in Romania. Oh man. So you've been doing this for twenty six years. Oh Boris, you are going to kill me. I forgot to put the film in the table. Like it's <laughs> Now I need some vodka now. <laughs> rest, oh, rest in peace on all 12 cats and dogs that perished on that set. You're going to kill me. I had the lens cap on the whole time. No animals were harmed in the, 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 the making of this, this podcast. Yeah. I had my thumb over camera. Just <laughs> be done yet. <laughs> Take seventeen. Milo and Otis, scene one. <laughs> no animals were harmed in the successful shots. <laughs> right. I, I think even then, <laughs> you're like, well, oh, Boris. And cut the Dolph Lundgren. Cut, cut the Dolph Lundgren saying, "I must break you." Yeah. <laughs> just to a just to a pug. Um. <laughs> Just so noticed been, I did not have camera on level. Like, uh, <laughs> so you've been you've been you've been a barber for twenty six years. What did you do before that? Like, what was a uh, was young? What was young Trevor doing? What was he doing before he got his uh, barber's license that he got from the same guy who gave that welding license? I assume, right? Like, that's how that works. <laughs> young guy welding. <laughs> young Trevor was uh, trying to find my way through through college. And I was still holding on to hopes of playing basketball. And uh, I just got fed up with the politics and BS that came along with it. And I wasn't having any fun. So I just, I was like, all right, well, I got to get a job. So 
my first job after I decided I wasn't going to continue uh, in school was uh, <laughs> selling cars. I, I got a okay. job as a car salesman at Superior Ford. Yes. Okay. And I lasted there for about four months. <laughs> I got uh, I got fired. My uh, The general manager told me I dressed too nice. I was like, what, what the fuck does that even mean? What? what? You're selling a lifestyle. I'm selling cars. I'm like your other salespeople who got run over shoes and smoking cigarettes all day and big fat beer guts. And and that's t- Trevor. That's what sells Fords. Man, look. <laughs> that says superior Ford. You're saying you're saying Maury's Lexus. Like, you're dressed more Lincoln for them. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> You know, yeah, so I, you know, they, right. They, I, I was a Chevy guy, and I'm still a Chevy, a GM guy. So you know, maybe that had something to do with it. You know, me pulling up on on the lot in a in a Chevy in a Cadillac. Yeah, you like, pizza. Uh, we're looking for hamburgers. You know, I was like, what is this kid doing? But so yeah, that's I I did that, and then uh, then I started I started barber school. So I mean, it, it's pretty much my entire adult life. I have been a barber. Well, not pretty much my <laughs> it's what <laughs> it is. <laughs> I guess uh oh, go so ahead. did you have to like over your barber career, were you always in a barber shop where you actually or did you have to like, you know what? I like I'm gonna have to do like uh like what's his name? Uh uh from designing women, Anthony Bouvier. Like where you just have to like slide in and you're like, oh hey, hey ladies, all right, we're here to do some haircuts. Like, nah, nah, I've always been in a barbershop. Uh, okay, my uh, my mentor that I started working under, uh, rest in peace, name and Holloman. He uh, he had a. I was in barber school. I was you know trying to figure out where I was going to go, and I uh, went and visited this particular barbershop with a, a friend of mine that I was in school with and. He was putting it together with his own hands. So I was like, yeah, this is definitely someplace I want to be. Nice. Uh, yeah. So we just talked about you know, older black dude and just started talking about South Minneapolis in my neighborhood and come to find out he was an old black dude that lived in a house a couple blocks down. And I was like, oh, man, I remember seeing you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we you, always you... thought you were strange. We always thought you were a weirdo. You, know, <laughs> you, know, you, you were the <laughs> house we didn't trick or treat at. Like, right. You know what I'm saying? He was a corner house. It was always kept clean. His yard was always cut and everything. And, you know, the bushes and hedges all trimmed and everything was, I mean, it was a dope crib. It's still a nice house. Uh, he was but, like the weird have, lady. He didn't have no kids. He didn't have any kids or anything. And you would just see him from time to time. But, I mean, you know, back then we didn't know that, you know, he was working three fucking jobs. So he was just never really around that much. So you, I mean, we would only see him every now and again. And we just said, we just thought he was a, Weird old black dude. <laughs> his, well, that house was, okay. his house was the crazy lady from the Sandlot. You just didn't get right. the when you hit a ball over there. You're like, nah, we got right. three yeah, more nah, balls we'll over there. We ain't, you know, yeah. what I'm saying? don't don't throw the ball. You guys were don't weird. Throw the ball in his yard. You know what I'm yeah. saying? <laughs> you guys were. He thought you guys were weird, but for leaving all these balls in his yard. Yeah, look. So we we made sure we played at the other end of the street. <laughs> <laughs> and then thirty years later, it's this. Uh, you know, you could have just come to my house and asked for your ball back. It would have been yeah. totally fine. Oh, come yeah. on. I got a right. whole I got a whole fucking crate of your are your shit from your guys' <laughs> childhood in my garage. But about to say in his twenties, yeah. Trevor finally got back all those frisbees, nerf footballs, uh yeah. <laughs> You know what? We didn't the only time we played with frisbees in my neighborhood was if we was at the park 
or uh, at school. We didn't have no frisbees, really. It was you just have to have football. a pretty big yard to like really play with a frisbee. This is yeah, so they, they, you know, we we went to the park and did that. But we did. We played football in the street, kickball in the street, uh, tackle a man with the football on the grass. He was always fucking up my grass <laughs> and my parents' lawn and my neighbor's lawn. Uh, <laughs> So that was always fun, you know. Say a little dodgeball, of course. Of you course. know, got to got to put the fat kid in his place. Dodgeball. Oh. Look, the fat kid in my neighborhood could sling the ball. <laughs> yeah, I know we could. We were just for big targets. That was the problem. Is it not- yeah, right. You guys had to be real good at catching. Yes. <laughs> and why do you think I'm good at flair bartending now as an adult? <laughs> I can catch a you catch a ball, you can catch a liquor bottle. That's how it works. Yeah, right. Right. Yeah, uh, what was uh, what was the movie with Tom Cruise when he was bartender? Cocktail, cocktail. That's it. Yeah, yeah doing like, all the tricks and everything. Yeah, but you know, you know, you know, it's really funny when you do that for like a minute. People are like, yeah, it's cool. I still just want my vodka tonic. <laughs> <laughs> you that's, real, that's real neat. I, I, I right. that cool. That's nice. I guess. Can I get my Bud Light now? Like, what, what's like, always really fun too is like you see movies like that and like uh, what was the one Coyote Ugly and oh, like where God, it's like yeah. three hundred people packed up to a bar and I'm like, no one's getting drinks. I would hate that. Yeah. Like, I can't get up to the bar. I can't get a drink. That looks like a nightmare to me. And and also, you're supposed to be serving people. How are you making tips if you're going to be dancing to Can't Fight the Moonlight? Like, you can't right. you can't be fucking around on that. Like, I, did anyone go to any of those? Because they tried to make the Coyote Ugly Bar real. No, and that just sounded, or like they would have like dancing on the girls dancing on the bar night at some local bar. And I'm like, mm-hmm. that just does not sound appealing. That sounds like an awkward girl on a bar kicking <laughs> over my drink into my lap. In LA, like, I went to a, I went to a, a a bar that had that thing type of thing going on in LA. I can't remember the name of it, but it was actually it was in uh, Burbank, mm-hmm. and girl was trying to make me an old fashioned and you know she was doing all this stuff with smoke and everything and by the time she pulled the the container off and all this smoke and everything then she knocked the drink over (laughs) (laughs) and we call it the aristocrats (laughs) I'm like man see now you could have just made this old fashioned the old fashioned way and But it took so long, you were old fashioned by the time I came out. And I'd have a drink in my hand and you'd have five bucks in your pocket. While you make it, while you make me another one, I'm going to, can you just give me a beer, please? Give me a beer and a shot. Yeah. Like it's while I watch you make the second one. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I I was trying to be, you know, I was, I was with a young lady. So I was trying to be cool. I'll have a. You know, instead of just (laughs) going with my normal, just give me some Maker's Mark or some Elijah Craig or whatever. Yeah, you mean old fashioned. Went through all that, and she was trying to be fancy bartenderist and like yeah. give you the like, oh, hey, he's on a date. I'm gonna give ten him minutes the show. For I'm a gonna give him the show. <laughs> ten minutes for a bunch of nothing. <laughs> it's all right. She she actually went to uh, that guy that the guy got the uh, the fake uh, <clears throat> welder's permit for. It. That's how she became a mixologist. She got the mixologist <laughs> degree hey, from that guy. To- uh, does Minnesota still have the Minnesota bartending school or whatever? Yes, and it is the biggest joke. Uh, <laughs> if you are listening to this podcast and you're thinking of bartending school, don't. Go to a bar, <laughs> be a bar back for like a year, you'll be a bartender. Yeah. It's how learn it works. Chops. Learn, you learn by bartending. being in a well, making right. the shit, and then, and, and, and then you get carpal tunnel in your late 30s like me. 
Uh, <laughs> that has to be a thing in the like. You you know, like Trevor, we're we're both we're all men of certain age. Is that is that starting to become an issue? Do you have any like issues with carpal tunnel or uh, any of that? Thankfully, I haven't had any carpal tunnel issues. But uh, last summer, I was having <laughs> I was having issues with gout. What <laughs> the gout? I, I, yeah. That's a good one. I had to have, uh, you know, and I, I actually joke about it on stage. I was like, man, I, you know, that gout always, you know, thought of it as a, a old person's issue. Like, like I'm not that old yet. I mean, I'm only 48, but man, so I had to have uh, emergency surgery on my elbow. I had gout oh. in my elbow, and normally that's, uh, you know, something that happens in your, your feet or your, or your, you know, or your knees or your toes, yeah. right? Yeah. So. For whatever strange reason, I had all the, the, the fluid build up on my elbow. And I woke up one morning, it was I could barely move my arm. I went to work and tried to, you know, I, I labored through one haircut. Thankfully, I can use both hands pretty well. And uh, <laughs> I was like, man, I got to go to the hospital. I, I went to the emergency room and they were like, yeah, you have an unusual amount of fluid built up in your elbow. We're going to have to do emergency surgery. I was like, what? Uh, I'm right. sorry. I, I like. I would like. <laughs> How much really... is an unusual amount? Yeah. Right. You know what I'm <laughs> I was like, there's a normal amount of fluid buildup. Whatever the 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 the. the oh, you're 48. The... You get puffy in places time to time. <laughs> right. You know. I was like, man. I was like, okay. So, well, let's. Just... I was like, well, we do the surgery. You probably won't have to worry about it coming back. I was like, all right. Well, let's go ahead with that then. What do you mean by unusual? Like it's shaped like like mother, like it's like a Jesus on a toast. Like Man, it's, it's, it's unusual, unusual. You shape. going hmm or oh god? Yeah. <laughs> on the scale of unusual, where does that fall? Yeah, well, where like, is unusual? Is that before? That's, was, and then outlandish, right? I was just trying to get. I was like, just make get whatever has to happen for this pain to go away. Uh, like you know, and there's a reason why people do drugs. Thank God for hospitals. Right? That doctor needs a new word than unusual. You never want to hear that from a doctor. You never want to be like usual amount of fluid buildup in your. I was like, well, there's a large know. amount. There's a right, big, yeah. a chunk of fluid that shouldn't be where it yeah. is. And yeah. we're going to take care of that vis-a-vis surgery. Like no, it's, no one wants to a, have to go to Dr. House. Man, look, thank God again. Thank God for hospital drugs. Because <laughs> that that oxy, uh, you know, I was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> first, they, first they had to determine it wasn't lupus, and then after right. that, and you know, I had to look it up because I always had it in my mind that you only there's get gout. an uncommon amount of fluid in your like. In, <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, there's like, an yeah. abnormal amount. There's an out of the order. I'm just looking at synonyms for unusual. This is the, this is the normal amount. <laughs> is there is there supposed to be a normal amount of fluid in the elbow? I don't no, know. Like you know, what I'm saying there shouldn't be nothing going on there. I had to it's look an it up. Odd amount of fluid in your elbow. <laughs> I, I had to look it up because uh, I was thinking about like food. Because I, I always just assumed I'm like, oh, I'm never going to get gout. I don't eat a lot of organ meat because in my mind it was just like organ meat and game meat were like the things that gave you gout. Like because in, in your head, yeah. I don't know why. But I'm looking at it, and it's just pretty much if you eat anything but like a uh, pescatarian diet, you can pretty you can much have triggers for gout. Right. You know, because red meat, you know what I'm saying? Uh, mm-hmm. uh, alcohol. Even certain, <laughs> se- even certain seafood. Even certain so seafood can give it to you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be gouty next year. I'm almost 40. Oh. 
<laughs> you gotta be. Uh, you gotta Honestly, be, Nate, uh, of all of us, I would assume you would be the first to get gout. And I just the goutiest. I've, yeah, I, I've seen I've seen your food porn that you post. That's, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna add that to your intros for any time I intro you for comedy. The most <laughs> likely on the bill to get gout. Everyone. <laughs> and his doctor the most likely for his doctor to say hmm that's a, that's a quirky amount of fluid in quirky? your elbow a quirky <laughs> amount of fluid <laughs> came with horn rim glasses and a zoe de chanel picture on it <laughs> that's a silly amount of fluid in a your silly, elbow a silly amount of fluid God, that, <laughs> we, uh, that's like a murder probably of- not that should probably not be that much fluid in. Hmm. It's like a murder of crows. It's a silly of fluid. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, <laughs> well, Trevor, we don't just exist on this podcast to talk about the jobs, barber chairs, possible murderers. Uh, no, we don't just talk about that. Uh, we also exist on this podcast to battle the scourge. That is. Boris, you're going to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> I put my. I can't stop giggling over. I, 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 Joe, Joe likes to make me edit. Uh, Trevor, Joe really likes to make me edit. <clears throat> I'm really going to have to go get some vodka after all this, right? <laughs> we don't just exist on this podcast to talk about the former jobs, the 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 former murderers, and uh, <laughs> sketchy licensings that go out there. No, we on the Awful Service Podcast also exist to battle the scourge. That is known as Karens. But before we continue, we always like to ask our guests, uh, Trevor Wade, how would you define a Karen? A white woman who can't mind her own business or who won't mind her own business. Concise. I like it. No, I like it because sometimes we'll get these, we'll get people on here and it's like 10 minutes in and they're still talking about it. Short, short, Hammond and Han and trying to really break it down. Yeah, such yeah. a simple, straightforward answer. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. You know that, but that's that's you know I like pretty it. much what the culture is nowadays. People are sure. trying to do too much. Mm-hmm. Well, Trevor, each and every week we look at different Yelp reviews, Google reviews, Facebook reviews. Sometimes they're tweets or handwritten notes, and it's a segment we call the Karen of the Week. This is Karen. I'm your boss. Oh my God, Karen. Oh my God, Karen. This oh is God. Karen. Karen. I'm your boss. Oh my God, Karen. This is Karen. Karen. I'm your boss. Oh my God, Karen. I'm your boss. Oh my God, Karen. 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 Well, Trevor, each and every week, uh, fellow comedian, contributor, and all-around saint of a human being, Rebecca Wilson, dramatically reenacts one of these Karen complaints. And here's Rebecca with the Karen of the Week. Owner needs to get a clue. As a business owner myself doing millions a year in business, I would never print a pamphlet that says... Due to increased prices, we charge an additional 20% for staff members for your experience. Tips are welcome, but not mandatory. Bad business. My experience was amazing. Our bartender food was delicious. Can't knock that. But to take away for your staff to actually make real money? Come on, man. Here's a free idea for you from one businessman to another. Raise your beers one dollar. 
which I had a few and would have certainly paid another $1 each, and raise your entrees another 20% to make it up just like the rest of the businesses in the U.S. had to do. Stop the madness, my friend. Do better. Hire on a million-dollar business. Yes. Is it that a is food why, industry business? That is why I, I picked this as a Karen of the week. It's one business owner trying to tell another business owner via a one-star Google review. How to run their business. How to run their business. Their <laughs> restaurant. Yeah. Their restaurant. And I'm assuming his million dollar business isn't something that you could put a, a, a Yelp review on where your business relies on reviews. Cause I'm sure his, if his business was reviewable, what is his? And I, I like how he didn't say what his million dollar business was. <laughs> yeah. Because he if it was anything, blow himself up. That's always well. That's always part of it. The 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 story, right? That's I, always, I run a million dollar business. I okay. sell dildos on the. I internet. sell Herbalife. <laughs> yeah, it's... I I am Amway's number one salesman for Stearns County. I sell. I'm drugs. the only man working for Mary Kay, <laughs> and I get that fucking pink hat like every year. I sell yeah. drugs to the community. I yeah. forge documents for welders. I can forge That's documents too. Right? But like pilot's license, <laughs> welding certificates. <laughs> I oh. guarantee that 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 thing about the the added fee is on their actual menu. So like when they sat down and looked at the menu, I I would bet dollars to donuts that that is right there. Like hey, we're doing it. And a lot it, it's becoming a standard industry practice. And yes. I, I get that. Right. Yeah, you see that you see that disclaimer mm-hmm. all the time. But here's the thing. You have the right to go, you know what? I don't want to support this business. I don't want to support this practice. I'm going to go to somewhere else. I, uh, being an insider in the, the beer industry, Mm -hmm. uh, we, you know, the, the, when it, it, it goes down the line, it's the, the breweries that make all the beer. They're the ones that raise the, their prices first based on like inflation and all that kind of stuff. Right. And so when that gets to the distributor, then we have to raise our prices. And then that in turn raises the prices of your, your glass of beer at the restaurant. Right. But if done correctly, the restaurants make more money whenever there's a price increase on beer because yeah. they, they can raise their beer price by, you know, a dollar a beer. But the the actual cost per ounce it only, you know, based on the price increases is only like a five cent per ounce increase. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. they're selling, you know, 16 more ounces right. at a, for a dollar extra instead of what it would be like a 40 cent. So their profits actually go up during Curse during price increases. Restaurants. Right? That's why I drink at home. Drink at home. <laughs> right? But you just feel like this is going to be the same guy. What was that? What Nothing. was that? <laughs> you feel like this is going to be the same guy who would bitch about, like, oh, oh, you're charging. He say he gladly pay another dollar per beer. Like, oh, you're so charging. What I'm another- saying is he should be applauding this restaurant for actually making more money. And just, yeah. And also just being honest and upfront with what they're and doing. being is- honest about it. Yeah, instead of right. trying to be like, oh, oh, yeah, we're all of a sudden charging seven dollars for a Budweiser. 
<laughs> pay your what what was his big thing at the end? Like pay your staff But that's the thing is that's the thing too. Like uh a lot of businesses are realizing that they're having to increase pay for to keep employees around, especially with the yes. with the worker shortage right now. It's, so everything's going up. Like yes. why is he complaining? You know? I did he has he not opened a newspaper? Right. Like it's has he not has he not yeah has oh I'm sorry Uh, you're right Trevor has he not (laughs) opened a a news app on his fancy phone while taking a dump yeah because that's the only time I look at news anymore is while I'm shitting Joe we have that in common (laughs) right isn't that like but that's still but that's like the 1950s guy on the toilet with the newspaper now we don't have to now we don't have to worry is that black newspaper ink on our fingers. (laughs) <laughs> or do we not wipe good? Right, you just stare willy nilly with the fucking Charmin. Forty five hey. minutes later, you you've learned a few more fucked up things about the world. Yes, and app like, idea, app news app idea. We call it the IBS Gazette. <laughs> 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 right, like that. But or, you, uh, what what news do you read? I read the San Antonio shit star. <laughs> <laughs> the Toledo Toad, <laughs> the, the Toledo Pioneer Torpedo. Press, <laughs> oh, Pioneer Press. That just sounds like your butthole is one of those Play-Doh play place. Like, it, like you could put a different thing on it and it comes out spaghetti. The Appalachian <laughs> anus nudes. Oh, uh, yeah, I like to poop out big star logs. <laughs> <laughs> and much uh, like that's, jokes. that's my million dollar business i run a million dollar business you could poop out it's a that, it's, that would it's be a million play dollar place business for your anus. right Everybody and much got- like a millionaire businessman trying to give uh advice to a restaurant sometimes we have to ask ourselves gee why did it fail why did it fail everything was squared away everything was squared away i had my plan written down i had my plan I thought I was here to stay. I thought I was here to stay. Now I have to figure out why. Gee, why did it fail? This is about that welder kid that Trevor gave a haircut to. <laughs> that's a future gee, why did it fail? That, that, that's that's news on the street show. This is a different one. Uh, if you listen to last week's episode, we found our new favorite spokesman. He's from Cleveland, Ohio. Yes. And he uh, he has a very specific way of delivering his commercials, and we were so we we you know he he made us forget uh, the uh, the biscuit. Do you know what I mean? Like we we know what a biscuit tastes like now, yeah. and but we see have seen past the biscuit. Mm-hmm. We're past the biscuit at this point. This is... Is, is it on the croissants? Is that is that the thing? So this guy is a, he's he's uh, Cleveland's number one furniture financer, and if you can't get credit through him, you can't get credit anywhere. <laughs> this guy has the worst pause breaks. And the most raspy on TV voice and face. See, we're, and we're, we're spoiled in this state, all right? Our pitch man is Fancy Ray. Okay. Yes. 
we have one of the most electrifying pitchmen. This is and what Cleveland is. And best looking. Yes. This, this is the Cleveland version of that. Oh, and you got to make this big screen. Wish.com for a fancy Ray. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're back with Norton Furniture with another G. Why did it fail? Good news for people that have granite problems. <laughs> Norton Furniture is here for you. Now, seriously, if you can't get credit in my store, you can't get credit anywhere. My name is Mark, and you can count on it. You gotta help me out with something. What is what? going on? What do you oh mean? My you gotta, you gotta help me out with something. So, it's got this like, like Marlon Brando, what like meets Sylvia. Brown. Yeah. Like he was telling you, you know, discussing how everything has to stay uh, in the family. Okay, but this is the other thing, Trevor. <laughs> he has an absurd amount of mannequins and animals and statues and of different of giant figurines. They're like they're like like he like people an, have collectibles for the fucking shelf. These like you are got a hippo? Is that is that a hippo there? That's yep, a hippo. A hippo. There's an there's elephant a, think, behind them. I think there's a couple of hippos, if I am correct, that are standing next That's to each it. other. Oh one grazing, one yawning, like hippos do. There's a white leopard. Is that a little bison here in the corner of the right <laughs> by Payne Avenue? What is that there? Uh, we, that, all, that looks like that looks like a cheetah. We got a we got a white we got a white tiger. He has uh, an onion amount of animals an unusual it's this is this is how that this is the word that uh, describes this guy not the liquid in your arm you've got a you've got a you've got a mac from northern furniture you should bring the doctor this video and be like this is an unusual amount of large animals and unusual and right here like this is and, so and late the best 80s part is that he goes over to his standee Anakin from oh, ships oh that's right yes okay all right that is what okay i missed that part like i was looking down writing yeah. a classic then the, the, the lion and or tiger roar that was going on he kept jumping like he was scared like someone was gonna come get him so <laughs> i just love that he doesn't he's even looking over about- top of him like he doesn't know where it is and like it's standing right next to you dude yeah. right it'll say we can see all the animals there. like they move the prop <laughs> in its place before the commercial oh man he's just a ship standee here he's like and he has a gun though he's like hey can you can you he's shoot these about animals to draw on, about, yes. to, he's about to shoot he's about to shoot an unarmed black teenager <laughs> 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 you know, just because these are so short and there's a lot of them. Can you help? Do we me want to do a second time? one? Should we do a second yeah, one? Yeah, oh, yeah. Please, please. This is this is my name is Mark. <laughs> yes, and you can count on it. He yes. like he's the yes grasshopper. Yeah, that's the one. Ellie, you are all that matters. That's just a commercial for this is for, just uh, an ad. This isn't the video we were trying to show you. It's just an ad. Just it's HBO. Yeah, this guy, another, Mark another, is not HBO. Mark is not riveting and suspenseful. Yeah. He, I don't the, think all of his commercials would be one day of shooting on this uh on this show. The, in, the indie wire didn't say astounding and unbelievable. <laughs> all right, the so. indie wire might say that 
Norton Furniture is fascinating. It is okay. <laughs> they, true. All right, so let's let's hear from Mac again. Can we call me? I wish that we were good with computers and we could just add that into this commercial. The, the end of it. said, "This is fascinating," and you, you could it, you could get me. My name is Mark. What eleven year old drew that logo? <laughs> it's actually Mark. Mark drew. Mark. Drew it. Mark did everything. He's, a, he's, a, he's an artist. <laughs> This is my self-portrait. This is what Mark. Mark. Got a problem. Norton furniture is here. Can you pause it real quick? Now was that? That wasn't a glitch, Trevor. That was his pause. His he has an he has an absurdly long and uncomedic pause. (laughs) But I just just says emphysema. I <laughs> we're just making fun of a dying man whose wish yeah, was to have as I'm many trying to make dreams. as much money to leave to his family as possible. I, no, he's not. How is he making any money? He's just spending it all on figurines, yes. on giant fucking figurines. wizards and Betty Boop. Man, and I, Mike I really Tyson. Hope, I, was like, I was gonna say Bruce Seldon or something. Like, yeah. <laughs> I hope he's building a weird person's Paisley Park where it's like, and this is the largest amount of giant figurines that you will find that's the bird reynolds there's an old southern general in the corner too just apropos of nothing reynolds version of boss hog in dukes of hazard right it's next to a betty boop which is in front of a like a a gandalf wizard Mm -hmm. which it like that's next to the boxer and the pirate the pool guy cowboy balloon what, I don't, what's the brown thing directly behind him what i don't know what i think that, that might be i can't tell i think it might be a knight is that the lion There's, from the Miz? what's going on that is a knight that is I, a knight back there does he put this shit out at halloween on his front lawn what happens when no, he takes stuff? it actually on does halloween he, he takes it in from the yard does he have the most <laughs> interesting creepy house ever like yeah. it's have you ever some, seen one of those roadside stores with a bunch of shit outside in minnesota <laughs> well i have all mine inside i like to eat cereal every morning with a boxer and betty boop i'm gonna hey. guess mark has done some acid in his day <laughs> yes <laughs> i think he's That's, still i think he, he took lost, you know when you do when you do too voice. much and it's just it's just you permanently on it Petri- like, <laughs> my name is mark and you can count on it all right let's <laughs> let, let's watch this in earnest now Good news for people that have greater problems. <laughs> Norton Furniture is here. Good news. Now, seriously, if you can't get credit in my store, you can't get credit anywhere. <laughs> Master. Master, is that true? Yes, Grasshopper. My name is Mark. And you oh, my God. Have- where did he come from? Oh my god! <laughs> uh, this oh wasn't a failed one. This is an actual happened. Oh my god! He just came yes, out of nowhere. Hopper. Oh, by the way, these were done in the two thousands. This is oh, amazing. Two thousand seven. I uh, love Ooh. it. Thank you. That is man. That is. Uh, too fun. I wonder how the digital edge music productions is doing these days. Good hey, news for people that credit problems. Norton Furniture. Is that a lapel on this right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Mark Norton, we're here for you. Devils, listen to me. 
If you can't get claws. credit at Norton Furniture, you can't get credit anywhere. <laughs> Do you mean it? My name is Mark, and you can count on it. Okay, you know that makes, can you pause that? That makes absolutely no sense. <laughs> so he died, went to hell, and his hell is pitching credit furniture to, people. to <laughs> people with bad credit? That is his personal hell? Is that what he's trying to say? Is this deeper than, or am I reading into this too much? He <laughs> dies, goes that's to why, hell, that's and why his hell is doing... This is just cover, man. This is this is just cover, man. He's the, he's the mob. This is just his cover. <laughs> <He's> the, <laughs> everybody just owes him favors in in Cleveland, you know. I okay, so uh, all right, because I looked this up. I like his father had owned Norton Furniture and had the store on in, in like Payne Avenue here in Cleveland, and then his dad passed and he inherited the furniture company. So I think that he didn't never wanted to do furniture. He always wanted to be an actor. Yes, he's very Steven Seagal. So he's, yes, and he's just really leaning into buying giant figurines and doing these commercials. So he's clearly a Cleveland native then. What's with the Southie accent? Maybe that's where he he had to come back from art school. Yeah, <laughs> because his dad's health was failing and he had to work. He was going Cleveland. to Harvard <laughs> when he got done doing his 15 year bid. He uh, <laughs> from Austin, uh, you know what I'm saying? And he went back to the family and they sent him to Cleveland and told him he was going to run the furniture store. <laughs> and now he could sit there. He could set up shop in Cleveland and do his thing there, but that that was his penance. That's his punishment. Going to Cleveland. The best, the best part of this imagery for people that have bad credit. (laughs) As of now, your Boston privileges are revoked. (laughs) First and foremost, I I love that. Like, okay, so bondage gear, bondage gear, red sweatshirt, Star Trek shirt. Yep, and then I like the old, the middle aged guy that comes in. And like, just with the big really? mustache and then hisses at him. Yeah. Is it a good deal? But why? <laughs> that look. That look. He's jealous that he's touching their prongs and not his. <laughs> and they're, why are the guy's horns, the, the two other dudes? He looks like. Their horns are on the side of their head. <laughs> this guy. Uh, he just he has some like, green ones. He looks like what's his name from All in the Family. Like, hey, fucking meat. Uh, like, what do you call him? Like, uh, the, son, the son-in-law. Yeah, I uh, meathead. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's a great freeze phrase. Like, his, his his horns are yellow or green. Yeah, he's, then, he's a smoker. <laughs> <laughs> they just get. They just pulled this out of fucking uh, Mark Norton's. Uh, just like weird fetish box like he's just got I, I bet you he has a, just a shit ton I found of these in a chest everybody put uh, it on everyone yeah there's a costume for everybody it's, <laughs> he, he actually just stripped his mannequins you get uh. yes I'd like dude his house is just filled with mannequins I if this guy uh, he's never lonely he filled his diversity quota by getting the short haired black woman in there <laughs> Tell you what, he, he like dates her on the side. She, oh, needed, she came in, she came not, in for no. a couch for yeah, a living at, room. 
everyone else is giving him kind of disdain looks like uh gross and she's just like, like yeah she's got mm. she's yeah, like, and she's the blonde been... lady's looking at the the other lady with the uh, sexy eyes right now mm-hmm. both of them are prostitutes Cleveland's <laughs> <laughs> finest he's he's just their biggest client <laughs> and their, their most loyal client <laughs> if you can't get chlamydia from me <laughs> you can't get chlamydia anyway uh, he has to have a breathing treatment after this commercial was over with it is <laughs> uh mark mark norton if you're still Next. alive is, is is mark norton yeah joe look it up is he still alive quick He's gonna I'm be peddling, he's gonna be doing CPAP commercials next. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can't breathe through the night with me. You won't breathe through the night anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> so fun, fun, fun fact about Mark. Do you remember uh, when Fancy Ray got the the Doritos? The, I mean, the ta- the Taco Bell commercial back uh, for the Super Bowl. Mark yeah. Norton was also one of those guys. Remember wow. they did all those local pitchmen? Yes. Yeah. Funny. So that, that is that's, funny. I, but that's what I mean. Like we we have Fancy Ray, and and they and have they Mac, Mark Norton. Mac Norton <laughs> from South from South Boston. Yes, because when I think of Cleveland, <laughs> I think of South. Oh man! Now I got now I'm looking up to see if he's alive. I'm gonna have to put him in a dog pound, man. He has to have his own section next season's uh first first game of the season for the Cleveland Brown. He's still alive. As far as Matt, yeah, Mark Norton. Lesson. Yeah, uh, he's looking a little he's looking a little more gray man on the mountain these days. Okay, okay, Is but he he's still the there, he's still he's doing still, it. Still got the ponytail. Uh, not, not. I think it's a very low ponytail at this point. It's real, you know, real low. <laughs> oh man, as a barber, that, oh, that's fun. That's quick, quick. How often do you just walk by people and you're just like, oh, terrible? All like the time, just, every day. Just looking like every, oh. day. every day. That's like the first thing I judge when I meet somebody or I see is there, somebody. Is there I look a at movie their... about him called My Name Is Mark and you can count on it? Is there for real? <laughs> I like if there is, I want to watch it. So oh, bad, we're gonna do. We'll, we'll, we'll save that for I the Patreon. A, we'll do a watch along. A rainy day. <laughs> holy shit. Mm-hmm. Holy like it's. I hope Come that's one of the, the times movie. that the internet isn't lying to me. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> Come on, it internet. does. It does that from time to time. Mm-hmm. Like it's. It just blatantly lies to you, and you're like, "Well, I thought that was fact because Imagine the internet him. said it." Okay, so. For shits and giggles, imagine Mark and Fancy Ray making cameos in the next Adam Sandler flick. Holy shit! Like it's he just <laughs> or sells, Will Ferrell, you know like, what I'm saying? Yeah, like uh, Mark fucking Norton is the like hot dog vendor in the next yeah. Sandler film. If you don't enjoy my hot dogs, you won't enjoy hot dogs. Oh my god! <laughs> Day and people are like, did the film just skip? Was there something <laughs> wrong with? Got, was like, there They'd have to put him in fancy in Anchorman three. There you go. They're in the they're in the they're in the new anchor fight where it's all the it's just their updated exactly, version. Exactly. 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 We already know Mark owns the Tridents. Man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> well, this is this has been a good episode, but I think it's time we eighty six the podcast. But before we go, Trevor, we do have one last segment. It is called Human Yelp Reviews. That's for you, Trevor Wade. You get to review the podcast. Um, you can either review us all individually or the podcast as a whole. Um, you can use a five star metric, but honestly, use as many stars or as little stars as you like. Uh, if you want to review our haircuts, go for it. <laughs> and whenever you'd like to start, my man. Uh, I uh, I don't hand out stars. You know what I'm saying? No, nah, I'm just. <laughs> I hand out bags of weed. Um. Okay, so how many bags of weed? Are <laughs> how many bags of weed do we get, man? Like, <laughs> uh, and, nah, for real, no, you guys, it's, it's been wonderful being on the podcast with you guys, man. It's uh, you know, it's been funny, you know, so I'm just sitting here, just shooting the shit, and just talking about my career and looking at fucking mannequins <laughs> in Martin <laughs> Norton commercials. <laughs> Dude, if you ever need to turn your frown upside down, just like Google I, that man, stuff. Look, I, I'm gonna be thinking about that the rest of this week. I'm some I, somewhere somehow. I'm gonna have to talk about this on stage now. <laughs> so <laughs> imagine the kid that has to like that gets like a summer job working at Norton Furniture, and he has oh. to open the place, and he just oh, like man. turns the lights on, and it's just all these creepy ass. <gasps> the boxer yeah, scares the like, shit out uh, of everything. I, I don't. I can't think of what the commercial's for, but it, the guy goes and it, you know the. Guy goes in the house they just bought and goes upstairs and there's just a, a the entire upstairs is just full of yes. just mannequins and dummies that, and everything. And they're like enjoy the house and he's like, Mm-mm, nope, <laughs> 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 not gonna do it. <laughs> he just slowly backs out the room. <laughs> Never go to Mark Norton's house for for his dinner parties. Man, Mark might have some bodies hidden back there in that story, man. You know, you know what I'm saying? He has a concrete business on the side. I'm telling you. Joe, that, that kid that he hired is actually the kid who then has to put you like, okay, put on this kimono. You're going to be grasshopper in this commercial. Oh, yeah. He was grasshopper. He came out of nowhere, man. Like, I mean, that was that was excellent. I was like, God. Did he come like from, just, just come up from the floor like a like you know like on stage when when you're at a theater watching a play and somebody has to make their entrance and they got to come in <laughs> from the floor or something. And that kid's <laughs> kicking himself. He's like, man, I could have worked at Dairy Queen. <laughs> <laughs> this is hey man, that's that his sucks. nephew. Man. That's his no, nephew. <laughs> stupid grasshopper. Everyone's gonna be making fun of me in the sixth grade yeah, when we go back. Oh, he had to work in the store, man. You know what I'm saying? Had to justify the car he's driving to school. There. Um, do Trevor- we give poor people couches? Yes, we do. <laughs> Grasshopper. He didn't oh, even bow. God. He like it's it's the most I like it's the most beautiful thing in the world. I would yeah. if if yeah. I didn't if I didn't know he was gonna just spend the, the money that I spent in Norton Furniture and just buy some dumb giant figurine, mm-hmm. I might actually <laughs> go buy a couch from him. Uh, <laughs> What only if Mac is there? Yeah, we didn't see no f- furniture. <laughs> it was behind us. <laughs> Sorry, the figurines are the real. We're really <laughs> focusing on the figurines and the credit. The front, the credit. Man. And how his name is Mark. If you can't get cocaine through me, you can't get cocaine. <laughs> you won't get it anywhere. Anywhere. You can count on it. <laughs> Trevor, how do people follow you? Uh, you can follow me uh, on Instagram at Mr. Wade six one two. My Facebook page is my personal page, so that's just Trevor Wade. So, but yeah, I'm not on uh, Twitter. I don't really do. A, I'm old man. I don't really do social media like everybody does, man. So I'm, I'm on there sporadically. 
That's all right. What do you have? Post- to- oh, what do you got for shows sorry. coming up? Uh, the next show I will be on, I will be at the Gopher Hole Comedy Club in Duluth on the 27th of this month. Okay. And right now, that is all that I have coming up. So I'll just be working on some stuff. I got some uh, some some potential dates coming up I'm working on. Some irons in the fire. Yes, yes, yes. Wonderful, wonderful. Uh, Joe, how do people follow you? Well, uh, you know, you can always go to we're over here now and dot com. We're over here now is uh, is an adventure podcast that I do uh, with my gal Britley. And episode three is about to come out. We're about to drop episode three, which is uh, all about everything you need to know about spam. We us having spam for the first time uh, and. <laughs> Our show, uh, there's a stand-up speakeasy show that by the time that... No, this will come out before it. Uh, no, uh, I mean, it'll come out before the show, but there probably won't be any tickets left because there's only 10 tickets uh, left to go. Oh, so, snap. Uh, before uh, being sold out at max, so capa- get it, sorry, get it, at max capacity. Get, get a time machine. Go back in time uh, or just buy tickets. Stay tuned for the next show because I, I we promote it like pretty far out. And uh, yeah, get your tickets because there's a very limited amount. We love doing a limited seating event because uh, they're just... They're a blast. Everybody mm-hmm. gets to meet some new people, and it's way more uh, fun. These, these fun little settings, and we're we're gonna have a ton of fun. Trevor, like keep keep me uh, keep me posted. Like remind me, like you're on a list, like a good one. But like, just, yeah, <laughs> he has a list for you. Not like not like I, that guy who sat I in the chair. Many, I'm Sicilian. Right, right. I have many lists, but you're on the good one. <laughs> right on, man. I appreciate it. <laughs> Nate, how do people follow you? You can follow me at Nathan Smezrud on Facebook and Twitter and N Smezrud on Instagram. Uh, shows wise, uh, January 26th at the 510.2 Speakeasy, downtown Bismarck, North Dakota. It'll be me, Bismarck comedi- comedian Jesse Brunel, and James Thompson rounding out a show. So that'll, that'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, that will be. Honestly, I think he's going to do great in Bismarck because I think about something about opioids in North Dakota. Just oh yeah, <laughs> just can't lose, right? <laughs> as for me, my name is Matt Doima. You can follow me uh, across uh, Facebook and Instagram as Matt Doima. I am on uh, Twitter as at Chubby Waiter, as I believe in truth and advertising. Uh, as for, uh, plugs, of course, I have to plug every single Wednesday evening. I am the host of the Keller Comedy Open Mic in St. Cloud, Minnesota at the basement of the Red Carpet Nightclub. Uh, doors open at eight, show starts about nine-ish. Uh, come up, sign up, do some time, or, you know, just come and watch. We have a really good show. It's a lot of fun. Uh, we have 32-ounce beer pitchers for five bucks. You can steal it and be like Joe Cocazello. I use that every day, dude. It's I know, and then he ad- smiles, laughing to himself maniacally. That he's like, "I got this from Maddie's mic." Um, <laughs> no, I, I, I'm very. It's a rarity that I that I take things, and it's like, I, I tipped well. Anyway, uh, and, by the time this, this allegedly and statute allegedly. of limitations because yes, I stole talking, that seven yeah, years ago. These are all. Uh, these are all. This is hyperbole. We're using parody. <laughs> parody law. There you go. Uh, Tomorrow night, January 21st, I'm going to be at the Hastings Tavern 
in Hastings, Minnesota, headlining a show hosted by our friend and musical uh, uh, writer, uh, Devin Cook. Uh, so I'm pretty excited for that. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, the 23rd, get a time machine because you ain't going to get tickets to that. Uh <laughs> The 27th, if you're a Sartell fireman, uh, you're going to see me and Connor Hansley been performing at church. So that's going to be a thing. <laughs> On uh, February 11th, I'm going to be in T, South Dakota, or as I like to call it, the saddest suburb of Sioux Falls. <laughs> uh, I'm going to be at Boss's Comedy Club featuring for Ben Marcotte. Looking forward to that. On the 25th of February, I'm doing the Silly Beaver Comedy Show here in St. Cloud, Minnesota. I'm going to be featuring on that show. March 3rd, I'm going to be doing the St. Cloud Tattoo Convention. So get some ink and some laughs. It's going to be a fun show there. On uh, March 11th, I'm doing the Triple X Dirty Comedy Show uh, in the basement of the Spring Street Tavern with Carly McMenamin. And uh, just added here recently on March 30th, in Hutchinson, Minnesota, I'm going to be doing Ken Schwinn Edwards' room. Uh, I'm pretty excited about that. So I got I got a few different shows. Lots of chances to come out and see your boy. Uh, follow the podcast at Awful Service Pod across all platforms. Send us your Karen stories or your uh, your theories about uh, our friend Mark uh, to at uh, Awful Service Pod <laughs> at gmail dot com. And we're taking bets on uh, whether or not that kid is still a welder. Yes. So it's currently five to one odds on him not being a welder. Uh, mm-hmm. You can you can place those bets and we also have, we also have fun side gmail.com. Yeah, fun side bets. Tell us how many fingers you think he's going to have left. Tell us. Right. Uh, tell us. Is there going to be any burn marks on the young man? <laughs> These are all. There's fun side bets. Maybe you know. Or or uh, what next wacky license is he going to get? You figure Man, it out. I'll keep you posted. I will definitely That's keep it. you posted. <laughs> well, Trevor, this has been this has been a delight. Thank you so much for doing the show. Man, thank you for having me. Thank you for having me, man. I, I... And as always, <laughs> if you can't get your jokes at the Awful Service Podcast, <laughs> you ain't getting your jokes. anywhere (laughs) (laughs) and have a good night Uh, it's time to count the till sweep the floors and mop the spills say good night dispose of the trash and turn out the light tell me why i try this whole damn thing is a lie so i'll take Welcome back. It's another episode of the Awful Service Podcast. This is the podcast that's going to do that over again because for some reason that just fucking replayed. <laughs> that's weird that it did that, though. <laughs> that's... <laughs> that's two weeks in a row. God, get back Spin. on your game, man. All right. <clears throat>
it's like you have the uh it's like you have the theme song set on automatic it just <laughs> keeps replaying just, just that's all that's actually all our podcast is is just that yeah you have the discman on <laughs> starting and stopping and like i'll fucking fuck for an hour and a half get the right. discman on repeat <laughs> yeah we, we still use a discman somehow with all of our 1080p <laughs> you bump and our the mics table. Yeah. And we still have we still actually we still we're using casio cassettes all right it's we got a 15 second anti-skip off the radio Tub full of cassettes mm-hmm. oh <laughs> they're still so, all right i i told my dad is a computer guy and he in the 80s when i was a little kid he's like hey joe computers of the future and little joe was like nah dad tapes of the future yeah. tapes i so now i have to wait until he's in a coma so i could tell him that he was right because that's how you do it with your dad mm-hmm. you can't just say like no. hey dad you were totally right about that whole computers and not nah. i was wrong about tapes Death you have to bed. do it yeah, you got to do a deathbed. Last, I, last I, breaths. In element in elementary school, they had a uh, they had a, uh, a a class that we could take that was teaching us computers and coding and uh, programming. And mm-hmm. you know, my nine year old self, ten year old self, I it, that shit was so boring. But you know, <laughs> they were telling us it was the future and everything. But I was like, yeah, whatever. Okay, I'm not trying to sit and watch this little nerdy ass dude that sounded like Ben Stein. You know what I'm saying? And all this stuff printing out on the green and white computer paper back in the day. And, you know, it was just boring as hell. But, you know, if I had, if I could have stuck with it. If somebody would have made it interesting, you know, hell, I could have been fucking programming. Our parents lied to us. You know what I'm saying? They told us video games wouldn't ever make no money. You can't make no money playing video games. Mm-hmm. They lied. They lied. <laughs> Not only do I play them, but I make them, Mom. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, the video games pay for your house, old lady. Right. You know, kids are getting scholarships to go to college for gaming, which is crazy. I uh, work with a guy or worked with a guy that was had a Rocket League scholarship. Man, how did I, I, I mean, hate I, this reality. Rocket uh, League team. Fucking hate know, this reality. It's it's a different it's a different world we live in, that's for sure. Oh yeah, it's like how every fucking major sports team also has their EA player. Yeah, yeah, hmm. yeah. All right. We're gonna I'm start in the this wrong over, profession, guys. man. I'm in the wrong profession, right? 